Good morning. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, or in the next 15 minutes, I bet I can get you excited about investing. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Happy Wednesday to all of you out there. Let's get right into the term of the day, uh, which is unrealized gains. Now, the reason I wanted to discuss this term today is because uh, the Democrats are going to be pushing a unrealized gain tax bill uh, on the on billionaires and some some millionaires too. Uh, but guys, let me explain this in the definition terms and then I will explain it in James terms really quickly. So okay, an unrealized gain is a potential profit that exists on paper resulting from an investment. It is an increase in the value of an asset that has yet to be sold for cash uh, sold for cash, such as a stock position that has increased in value but still remains open. A gain becomes realized once the position is sold for a profit. It is possible that if an unrealized gain is not sold in time, that the potential profit could be erased if the position loses its profit value before it is sold. Okay, so what does all that really mean? It just means that they want to tax billionaires and hundred millionaires and some millionaires as well uh, on profit that hasn't even occurred yet. So it would be like if you held gold in your mattress and it appreciated to, I don't know, whatever, three times whatever you paid for it, they would come to you and be like, hey, well, you still owe us money, so go to your bank. So even though you didn't sell the gold, you didn't actually realize that three times profit, they want you to still pay taxes on it. Um, so why are they doing this? Why do they want to do this? I think even for someone who hates taxes like I do, um, when you're a billionaire, there is some sort of thought process that, that naturally happens in my head that says, come on, man, like really like you have to have that much money. Uh, and the other part of me says, no, they earned it. They took the risk with starting the company. They did all these great business moves. They've earned that money. Um, so I, I have like a internal battle with that. But I think it would be okay if billionaires paid paid more taxes. I think that would be okay uh, because they can handle it. And not only can they handle it, they can really handle it. And most of these people, once you get to about $10 million, you can kind of live off your principal. It can just li – literally your money makes more money than you having a job could. So like if you have uh, $10 million and at 4% uh, – so just say 6% rate of return and you take out 4 I mean, you're getting four hundred thousand dollars a year. Think about how much money that is, and you didn't like you don't have to do anything, and you're still getting that two percent, six minus four. Uh, you're still getting that growth. But the 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 reason this is probably going to happen is because when you are that wealthy, when you're a billionaire, there are many many ways. Even even if you're in the millions, for you to try to save money on taxes, like you don't technically have to take. Uh, income. You don't even have to take an income. You can just pay taxes on capital gains, which is right now it's 20. It's probably going to move to 25%. Whereas if they had an income, it'd probably be too high and they'd be paying 39%, right? So obviously 20 is better than 40. So that is why uh, this kind of makes sense. And the last thing too that a lot of people don't know is that they take loans against this. So they don't even actually pay taxes. Some of them don't. Now, everybody pays some form of taxes and the wealthy pay the majority of the taxes. I, I don't believe that. when people say the wealthy don't pay their fair share. I don't believe that. I think it's the ultra, ultra, ultra wealthy that probably don't pay their fair share. Uh, but they take, they take, they take loans on stuff. 
So if they have ten billion or ten million dollars in the in their IRA or in their uh, individual account, they can just go to a bank and say, "Hey, you know, I want to borrow five million dollars. Here's my collateral. Here's my stock." And the bank says, "Yeah, no problem." And so maybe they got to pay one or two percent interest on that five million dollars. But if they go invest it or buy a company with it and they double their money in a year, like that, totally that loan was totally worth it. So that is a way for them to avoid actually having to pay taxes. But I, like I said, it's the hundred millionaires that we're talking about or the, the billionaires. We're not talking about people who have $10 million or $15 million. Like, obviously, that sounds like a lot of money to us. But in the grand scheme of uh, taking advantage of the system, it's not those people. It's the people who have $900 million. It's $2 billion. Um, yeah. Okay. So that is five minutes of the podcast on a rant. But we got to be looking at that. If that bill gets passed, that's going to change a lot of things. I don't know how billionaires are going to react. If I was a billionaire, I'd probably just eat it. But or like if I was Joe Rogan and I had half a million, half a billion dollars, I'd probably just eat it. But I don't know. I don't know what these people are going to do. I I don't know what that mo- that kind of money does to you. Like I, I would assume it makes you cold and probably not all the time, but I would assume it makes you cold and sort of um, dull to things. So they're like, ah, whatever. I'll just go to another country and invest my money. But okay, what is happening in the news today? We've got all types of stuff, earnings week all over the place. Uh, After the down, S&P 500 hit fresh highs yesterday. The U.S. stock index futures are flat as investors weigh a slew of tech earnings out last yesterday. Ahead of new reports due today, the S&P 500 ended with its 57th record close this year. Again, that sounds crazy, 57th close, but we've also had like a pretty mediocre last couple of months. It's been down, then it's been up. And just because there's good earnings, that's kind of keeping the stock market towards the top, right? Um, But let's keep going here. Gains were subdued as Facebook shares fell in the wake of its quarterly earnings. Microsoft and Twitter shares are both higher in pre-market trading after reporting quarterly results. While Google parent Alphabet shares were a little changed after posting better than expected quarterly profit and revenue. Today, investors will get reports from Coke, McDonald's, Boeing, General Motors, and Ford. So far, about 30% of the S&P 500 companies have reported earnings with over 80% exceeding analyst estimates. That's a lot. Um, in Europe, stocks moved lower after Deutsche Bank reported fallen revenue at its investment banking unit, though it still managed to beat analyst estimates, posting its fifth straight quarter of profits. In Asia, stocks were lower despite a jump in China's industrial profits of September. Later today, the U.S. Census Bureau releases its reports on doable, durable goods for September. New orders for big-ticket items are expected to decline by half a percent after a 1.8% gain in August. Excluding transportation, new orders are seen rising 0.8%. In the bond market, the yield on the 10-year Treasury note fell back to 1.59%. Oil prices pulled back about, mm, what is it? Yeah, they pulled back about $3, uh, back from a seven-year highs ahead of key industry data due out this morning. And Bitcoin prices fell back 6.4%, now trading below 60000 Wow, that was the longest one I've ever put together. <laughs> uh, guys, this is this is good stuff. Um, I'm excited to see General Motors and Ford's uh, earnings reports. Not really surprised about Facebook. Facebook, I don't know if you guys heard about the metaverse. I think I talked about that last time. Uh, they're changing basically their whole business model, and it's going to be insane. They're going to work on virtual reality stuff, uh, online marketing. Like They're just changing everything. They're not just going to be this... Uh, town square online anymore so I'm excited to see what that does um, and just how big they can really take it 
Let's see. So some of the headlines today, uh, Democrat senators unveiled a 15% minimum corporate tax plan for larger corporations to generate money to pay for President Biden's social and climate agenda. Democratic Senator Kristen Sinema endorsed the proposal. So, okay, yeah, that's fine for me. Corporations. uh, Remember, a corporation, guys, that's just a way that it's like a tax classification. So you have LLCs, limited liability corporations, S-corps, sole proprietorships. There's a bunch of different ways to categorize your business. Uh, Corporations just tends to be uh, one of the bigger ones. So, uh, but you can have a one person corporation as well. Like for example, 77 financial, that's just, that's an S corp. So it's a LLC, um, limited liability company. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Facebook is facing new scrutiny from the federal trade commission. According to the wall street journal, the agency is looking into internal company research at Facebook that identified ill effects from products. No idea what that means, but anytime you get audited uh, is not a is not a good idea. Uh, Infor, Informatica plans to raise nearly one billion in an IPO. The data management software company plans to return to the market today and use money from the IPO to pay down debt. Uh, Rent the Runway priced its IPO at seventeen dollars a share to raise over three hundred and fifty million dollars. The online fashion rental company is valued at about one point three billion and will begin trading on the Nasdaq under the ticker R E N T Rent. Uh, let's see. Revenue at online broker in Robinhood fell on a slowdown in cryptocurrency trading. The stock saved. The stock sank over 10% after revenue missed, as Robinhood said the headwinds will likely continue to the end of the year. Okay, so this is something that I wanted to talk about. Guys, I don't like Robinhood. I think it's one of the worst trading platforms. They rip off their they rip off the retail investors. They controlled a lot of the meme stock trading. So AMC, uh, CEI, Sundial, GameStop, etc. They manipulated. They're like, oh, hey, you can sell, but you can't buy. And that really bothers me that they have that much control. Um, the market should dictate everything for the most part, assuming you know there's not any uh, crazy situations. But, for example, the... Um, the uh, brokers, other brokers did the same thing with DWAC, uh, Trump's company that just went public. They stopped trading. I mean, that thing was hitting, I think it IPO'd at like 40, or no, it IPO'd at 10, and it went all the way up to like 125, 130, and they halted trading. They literally stopped the trading, and which is really frustrating. They shouldn't have the power to do that, but they do. Uh, and I'm sure they have their reasons, but I don't think they're good enough reasons. It, it's... It, if people want to pump money into Trump's stock because it's Trump, then they should be able to do that. We're already doing that with Tesla. So Tesla, guys, if you guys remember, we talked about this last time, it's extremely overpriced. I told you guys to go look at the amount of cars they deliver. It's not a lot of cars compared to other uh, vehicle companies. It's just not a lot of cars. So they're priced. Why is it at $900? I, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but the only reason it does is because it's psychology investing if it's Elon Musk is involved, if Elon Musk is involved, usually things have extreme volatility. Uh, we can look at Dogecoin. We can even look at Shiba Inu. Um, these are cryptocurrencies, guys, digital assets. He sends a tweet and the stocks or the the share price, coin price, however you want to say it, goes through the roof. And it's, I mean, it's good if you got in early, but it's not if you didn't. But so Robinhood, what they're probably going to do, if you guys have a Robinhood account, that's fine. I recommend for people who want to do their own stuff to do TD Ameritrade. It's just a better platform. They're way more transparent. And Robinhood is, so their name is Robinhood, but they're stealing from the people. 
they're stealing from the people. They do a lot of corrupt things. Their spreads are extremely high. The spread is the price that you see as a buyer and then the, the price that they show as the seller. So the bid and the ask, the spread, the difference between those two, um, they make money off of that. It's pretty, it's, and it's okay. Everybody does that, but Robin hood is notorious for it. And they also manipulate the market. That bothers me with the AMC GameStop meme stuff. And, uh, their name is Robin hood, but they're stealing from people, right? So they're actually the bad guy. And I don't know if that changed along the way, if that was their initial plan, but I'm just not a big fan of it. Uh, but what they're going to be doing, which I do like is they are going to be getting a, wallet soon. So digital assets, cryptocurrencies, etc. There is thousands of them that you can buy, but a wallet is what allows you to hold them. So literally think about it like a wallet in your pocket. But so like Coinbase, which is where I hold my crypto assets, uh, I can buy only what Coinbase says I can buy. So I have a Coinbase wallet, which allows me to hold other currencies that I buy on other platforms. Right. So and I, this is going to get confusing for a lot of you. It's still confusing for me because this is a new journey. I'm trying to understand the crypto market for everybody here. Um, but Robinhood is going to have that wallet soon. So I might look into that just because Robinhood is a more established company than Coinbase. So they have, might have better security, a better wallet, a better um, just a better overall ecosystem for it. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to wait to see. But I wouldn't trade any stocks on Robinhood. I'm Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade all the way, and that's how it's probably going to be for a long time. Um, I hold my client money there. I hold my personal money there at, uh, at Charles Schwab. So guys, just keep that in mind. Um, that's pretty much it for today. And like I said, I'm, I've told you guys this the last couple episodes. I have ventured into the crypto market, the crypto space, the digital asset, as I prefer to say it, and it's already been <laughs> pretty good. Um, I didn't do anything crazy. I have nowhere near, um, you know, I probably have 1%, maybe 2% of my overall uh, investable assets in crypto, but uh, very happy so far. Do not know how it works to sell yet. I, I'm not sure if it's as quick as it is on the stock market, the NASDAQ, uh, but I'm going to find out. So I'll keep you guys up to speed with that. And as always, invest early, invest often. I'll see you guys next time.